Hello and welcome into a new episode. This is the Scarves Up Podcast. I'm your host, Nathaniel Mamoudis. Welcome into another show. It's been a very exciting week to be a Sounders fan for the first time ever in the Sounders history. Three wins in seven days, nine points, and all the games were on the road. I'm here with Dave Mamoudis. Hello, everybody. And we are ready to get into all of it. We got the MLS All-Star Game coming up this week on Wednesday. And then the doubleheader of Seattle versus Portland with first the Portland Thorns versus O.L. Reign. And then the Sounders versus the Timbers. But let's get into the Sounders vs. Timbers game. The second meeting of the season happened last Sunday on the day we podcast uh, last. Both of us very often our score prediction. Initial thoughts on the game against Portland. Right, if I seem to remember, I predicted 2-1 to one and you predicted one nothing. That is correct. So if you add our score predictions together and then double it, we were perfect. Exactly. So let's uh, let's start uh, with the lineup. Pretty close to full team, except uh, Ladero started on the bench. Um, but Yamar, Ariaga, O'Neal, Rowe, Paolo, Smith, Rodon, Rodon. Montero and Roy Diaz. Both of us said we would have liked to see Will uh, Will Bruin. And did Sissoko um, start on defense? I think not. On... Not in the Portland game. He did start midweek, but he did not. But it was O'Neill, Ariaga, and Yamar. Um, since which is definitely it. Definitely seems like there there are starting three. Um, a new who is not healthy. That then. O'Neal is going to get the start over Suzuko, even though Suzuko has been playing very well uh, when he has been on. But we were a little. Di- I I was a little disappointed that there w- that we didn't get to see. Um, we didn't get to see Will Bruins start this game. Obviously, they they stay with Montero, but it's a good thing Montero had a very good game. Um, in uh, uh which is good. Um, as we look at the Timbers. Um, obviously, they they didn't perform well. I mean, they they did have chances. Um, well, we'll go into detail a little more about just how well Stephen Stephon Cleveland played in this game. But first time in a long time when the Timbers can't really say that they have a bunch of players out the injury because this was their strong their strongest team. They, I mean, Zuberich. Mabiala are their best center backs. Uh, they got Mora. They got Blanco back for this. Aspria. They got both Charas. Um, Wasn't there someone they were missing? I forget who. They. I mean, they don't have their their. They don't have Steve Clark or or, or um, their their other or Jeff Antonella. But um, but still, this team like it's still very talented. They're just not playing well now. Um, but let's let's start with the first half. So at the end of the first half, the score was two to one. Uh, first goal, typical Sounders 
Sounders goal. Just keep on pressuring. Using our speed down the line. Alex Rodon to Freddie Montero. Cleans it up. Thoughts on the first goal? Can't remember it at all. Too many since then. Second one was also Freddie Montero. Uh, and if, if this was a normal game, uh, then this probably could have been um, nominated and may and might have won goal of the year. Uh, no, sorry, not goal of the year, goal of the week. Um, but in this game, it's probably about the third best goal that was in it. Thoughts on this goal by Freddie Montero? This uh, this is a great. I mean, this is a great finish. It's just seeing the space, um, cutting it, cutting it onto his left foot makes this look very easy. Um, and it, oh no, that was an amazing finish. Um, then going the other way, it would be Blanco who would score for the Timbers. Um, they, their first goal, um, in the 32nd minute, um, just an unlucky, un, un, um, bad, bad play by the, by, uh, well, unlucky deflection off Shane O'Neill, who was coming across, and then it ends up going over um, Stefan Cleveland. But Stefan Cleveland, in this game, I thought this was probably the best game he's had um, in between the posts. What did you think of Stefan Cleveland in this game? Obviously, a lot to do back there. Um, credited for seven saves throughout the whole game, um, most of which, six or six or seven of them, came in the first half, so he had an awful lot to do. Yeah, and and definitely in the first half for stretches, um, Portland definitely probably were the better team, um, unable to put anything away. Um, and but uh, Sounders getting to half two one um, with the lead. So then, so at halftime, so at halftime, there's only one change, um, one change for the Sounders. Ladero um, came into the game. Um, Kellen Rowe, who who had a first, who had a pretty good first half. It's just um, uh, when Ladero's healthy, Ladero's gonna get this. Is gonna get to play over over Rowe. Right, working um, his way back up into full fitness. Uh, but Portland were the team. Uh, Portland would score their second goal, so it's two two. Feeling like okay, it's a brand new game, but a very quick re- um, response. Um, uh, by the Sounders as Raul Roy Diaz scored in the uh, would make it 3-2 in the 55th minute um, reacting um, for off so so Ladero takes a free kick keeper can't hold on to the ball Raul is the first one to clear it to clean yeah. it up thoughts on this goal yeah just a you know great free kick uh, keeper got unlucky to have it bounce to a place where Rui Diaz could be the first one too, but obviously, you know, just as a forward, you have to keep making those runs, and you'll find that some players get lucky more than others because they're doing the work to get to those spots. So then, uh, the next goal would happen in the 72nd minute. Another free kick, uh, which would be the difference. It's Raul Rui Diaz, uh, who ends up taking it with Paolo and um, Ladero standing around it. And second, this this free kick is 
something you really don't see. Uh, he hits it with what looks like the outside of his foot. Just an absolute rocket from right outside the box. Right, amazing, going, going amazing goal. Side, away from the wall. How this isn't goal of the week is also astounding. Uh, astounding. Any other thoughts on that free kick? No, I mean, just, yeah, just amazing. When he did it, you thought to yourself, wait, what happened there? How was he allowed to do that? Because somehow the wall was just entirely irrelevant, just smashes it into the corner. And also just showing how dangerous the Sounders can be um, on free kicks as we have uh, Ladero who can, who can score them, and Paolo, and Roy Diaz. All three have cannons of as legs. Um, so it's so hard to know what's going to happen. So hard to repair. Uh, on all these free kicks, we saw we saw Blanco being the one to lie down. Portland was prepared um, for a ball. Tried if uh, the wall jumped. Um, something we haven't seen the Sounders do um, this season. Um, after even though we did get scored on that one time, we. We will remember Spencer says we don't. They don't uh, practice that. Then the next goal, seventy seventh minute, Madronda would come into this game late for Brad Smith. Brad Smith got the start as those two continue to um, share minutes at the left wing back position. Um, thoughts on this goal? Yeah, just an amazing strike. You know, makes this look a, a hell of a lot easier than than it actually is, and this is definitely a goal of the year candidate. Um, just on, on the volley, hits it off the hits it towards goal off the bar. Just no keeper is gonna save this. Just an absolute an amazing, amazing lead, strike by Madronda yep. made it five two. Sounders thoroughly in control. But then also Benize would come on for his debut. I thought he wasn't going to be ready for this game. Um, it seemed like uh, he, he, it was going to be one more game um, before he was fully foot. But he comes on in this game and he scores. Seemed like he was offside. He was not. Makes it 6-2. Final thoughts on this game is the Sounders... Uh, this is the first game that I believe counts for Cas- for the Cascadia Cup this year. Sounders jumping into the lead as that. Always that. great fun to get a great result against the Timbers. The Timbers, obviously, they're struggling this year. And after this game, more calls for Savarese to be fired. Thoughts on thoughts on, on, on him keeping his job um, and... and, and um, Anything else? They're like, do you, do you have any thoughts? Obviously, on that? he'll I mean, have another chance to redeem himself against the Sounders coming up. Is and especially like the weird trend where we can only beat the Timbers in Portland and they can only beat us in Seattle continues. So that's the weird thing. I mean, hopefully, um, we can end that streak when the. Stadium is absolutely packed uh, next uh, well, this Sunday, but we will have to see what, what does end up happening. 
Anyway, so let's move on to the game against Dallas midweek. We just played Dallas. Um, both of us again wrong with the score prediction. Only one goal in it. As uh, Sounders shake up the lineup to so that we have a full rested game for the uh, well full rested team for the game against Columbus. Uh, so Will Bruin gets a start. Benize gets his first official start. Leva and Atencio come in for the mid come into the midfield. Um uh, Madronda starts, Sizoko starts, and then also Richie starts because apparently Richie only starts when we play in Texas. And uh, full full team for Dallas. Um not many chances um for Dallas in this game. Um and and uh, and really in the first half, not not much to talk about, um, but let's uh, talk about the talk about the goal. So, Will Bruin, who in the last couple of games has come on right after um, Freddie Montero has scored in this game, he gets taken out, and then just like thirty seconds later, Roy Diaz scores an absolute great goal. What are your thoughts? Uh, what were your thoughts on that play? Obviously, Roy Diaz and and Ladero come on at the same moment, and then they auto, and then instantly they change the game. Instantly combine, you know, great. Um, Unlucky if you're Dallas. I mean, it hits off the hits off the the crossbar, then the post, and then almost um, hits the other post while it's in the net. Uh, yes. Any other thoughts on 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 that on that play or this Dallas game? Right. You know, obviously one of those things you could say it's unlucky, but you know, some people get lucky so often you have to believe they must know what they're doing. Sounders have not won in Dallas since during the regular season since 2014 when we beat them three two and Dempsey scored an amazing uh, free kick goal. Um, I guess we won in the twenty fifth in the twenty sixteen playoffs, but it's been a hard place for us to play. Sounders get the win, one zero. The score, so that's six points in this three game road trip. Sounders in this game, though, they Dallas did control the game. They had they had sixty four percent of the possession. Um, they uh they had 18 shots to R9 um but then when we looked on we look at shots on goal they only had two and we only had one so um while they had shots they weren't doing well um with getting them on target uh and now we move on to the game against Columbus we didn't make score predictions. I was at this game. Oh my god, it was a fun game to be at. First time at Lower.com Field. What a terrible name that is. But this stadium was beautiful. So we're at the we're at the part where usually I'm the one asking the questions, but we're going to switch it up. Dave Mamudis, what do you want to hear about this experience? So, what did you think of the, you know, Columbus's new soccer-specific stadium? Did it have a different feeling than a converted football stadium? 
It's definitely, it definitely felt weird. Uh, it was nice being very close to the field. Um, but it is also, it's, it's funny when you go to the, these smaller stadiums where it feels very crowded. Um, but then, um, it's still only half as big as, as the, as the number of fans that regularly go to a Sounders game, which is, uh, very funny. Um, in, in my opinion, um, but the stadium was absolutely beautiful, um, all the fans were very nice to the visiting, um, fans, um, it's really a shame that Columbus has just been playing so terribly, especially at home, um, as after this game, they are on a six-game losing streak, um, so what do you think of the mood in the stadium? You know, I'm sure Columbus was expecting a better I mean, season coming off of their MLS Cup victory. I mean, the mood seemed high, especially at the beginning of the game. Um, they were holding up their banners, reminding their fans of their history. And in the same way that the Sounders um, will use this game as, as revenge and like a push to to um, finish the season out great, I think it's the same thing for Columbus. If they had gotten a win here, that would have made them feel really good because of how well the Sounders are playing. So they were trying to use it as a launching pad in the same way we used the game against Tigress as a launching pad. Um, Unfortunately, they didn't get that launching pad. This brings me into an an interesting conversation. So this is not the first time that Canada Porter's team has done very well. And then in the year after that, they're really struggling to make the playoffs. So it makes makes me wonder, if they don't make the playoffs, they also, obviously, they got eliminated from from CONCACAF Champions League. If they don't make the playoffs this year after what happens, does he get fired? I have no idea how those decisions what, get made. What, well, what do you think? What, what do you think? If you're a team like Columbus, you're coming off it, do you fire him? Yeah, I just don't follow him closely enough to know how much of the praise or blame he deserves for last year and you know whether he's causing any of the problems the team is having this year. So I also want to hear, so does this change your answer? Say, say if it's the Sounders. Sounders, if the Sounders have a season... Um, since the Sounders have never missed the playoffs, if the Sounders missed the playoffs, um, and were just losing all their games, so hypothetically, didn't win a trophy, didn't win a trophy. Hypothetically, imagine that get the, fired. Imagine that the Sounders had a season where you know, through no fault of their own, they were presented with situations where they couldn't possibly have you know been in a playoff position. You know, imagine if they had. You know, serious injuries to, I don't know, like three or four of their starters. You know, imagine if Morris and Fry and, you know, and imagine, you know, I, I don't know. You know, if they lost some unimaginable number of players, they couldn't possibly be doing that well. You know, then would you say, is that Schmetzer's fault if they, you know, end up in eighth place after that? If, um, so if, anyway, obviously yes. that happened and the Sounders are still here in first place. Now, again, can you say that if Schmetzer the Sounders, deserves all the credit? If, if the Maybe. Sounders go zero... If they go zero thirty four and zero, does he get fired? So again, if the if they had all do their players, do you think he gets fired? If they had all their players, and you had a situation, you know where uh, 
No one's where injured. Starter, if, if you had a situation where their starters are sitting down or pissed at them or, you know, not willing to play for the coach, like Joseph Martinez or something like that, then I can imagine him getting fired. No, um, in this, I think in Schmetzer this scenario, has built up so yes. much goodwill with the Sounders. He's been with them so many years at this point that I don't think one year, you know, is going to is going to be enough for us to give up on him. I agree. I think in this scenario that I'm thinking of, it's no one's injured. Everyone is still very happy because all because the team has great team morale, um, and the team somehow manages to lose every game. I think this is just a testament to how well the Sounders have done in the in the past that. I don't think he would get fired. Now, if I'm Columbus, now if I'm Columbus and we've already been up and down and we've seen him be up and down, and then the team, and then when Portland um, tried um, tried in previous years, I mean, it's a tough one. It's like maybe, maybe he'll be better the next year. Sure, but, but obviously there isn't the same kind of loyalty to um, Caleb Porter there that there yeah, would be so to Schmetzer think, and Yeah, so I think there's, it's definitely more... I, I definitely think um, if you're Columbus, if you're Caleb Porter, I think he could get fired, especially with the people he brought in this year. He's brought in so many players who have MOS experience and they just have not been performing now they're linked to Sebastian Giovinco. Like they're just bringing in all the old stars, um, and they are not—they are not performing. So uh, he's definitely in trouble. Um, but let's as he talk about this game uh, for a long portion of the game, zero-zero. But it was not a boring game. If it had ended zero-zero, um, I would have been a little annoyed that I went to Columbus um, right, to, for but this game. But minutes, it was a very good game. Battling both ways, the Sounders maybe had the better chances, but Columbus had certainly had some chances. Sounders uh, in this game had fifty-five percent of the advantage of the advantage uh, of the uh, possession, um, seventeen uh, to eleven um, on with shots, five shots on goal to two shots on goal. Um, Columbus did have some chances. Did have some chances they really the really only chance besides the chance that they um would score on was one when Stefan Cleveland tipped one over the bar but even that one is unclear um if that one was going to go in um but they would score first Bradley Wright Phillips who came over from LAFC um and a very annoying striker Completely, completely unmarked. Seventy-seventh minute. The Sounders to be have fair, been. He was sort of in the center of four defenders, but none the of them Sounders, quite close enough to him the when Sounders he gets lucky bounce. The Sounders have been the best team at defending corners this entire season in the entire league, and we let in a goal like that. That was just absolutely disgusting. Um, uh, and and there's no excuse for that um just it was absolutely terrible and if the sounders had lost this game because of that it would have been especially annoying because columbus did not deserve anything more than a tie at this game i would have thought a tie was a fair result but we were definitely um 
because we had more chances than they were, and they just were not playing very exciting football, um, uh, it would have been very annoying if they had got the win in this game. Um, and let's also talk about, before, before we talk about the Sounders goal, let's also talk about the, the Sounders lineup. So this was the first time that Ladero started a game this season. Monte, he started next to Montero, Rodiaz up top, Paolo, Rodon, uh, the Rodon brothers, Smith, O'Neal, Ariaga, and Neymar in Cleveland. And what did you think of Ladero through this game? Um, Ladero looked good. I definitely feel like he's looked a little slow recently, and I think that's just because he's not at full fitness, and I think that will get better. But he looked a little slow in this game. Any other thoughts on on players in this game? I I will say the Columbus the Columbus fans definitely didn't like Montero or Ariaga. Not impressed with. Uh, if you ask Columbus, a bunch of the Columbus fans, I bet they would have said they were flopping. I can but, see. But any, other, any thoughts on way. any thoughts on on any of the the players in this game for the Sounders? Did anyone really stand out to you as looking really good? What would I say to that? Um, you know, mostly we were just doing our thing. Did anyone look especially good? I think th- I think th- what makes that question hard is just like we did just really play as a team. Like it w- didn't really come down to one person. We had chances. Obviously, the two goals that were scored, um, they were. I, I mean, look, right, okay, so- the second goal. Um, so Will Bruin scored the game winner in this game. Right, in the this actual game. shot was a great individual. And it was effort. yes, it was individual. But Ariaga, but, but it know, was Ariaga's goal was also, you know, aligned with the rest of how his game went. You know, he got to a lot of places. He um, was willing to do the extra work, and you know, willing to stick out his foot at the right time and react to a ball. And that's pretty much a team goal because it's it starts with a corner and it's and then. The team continues to press. Madronda gets, um, uh, Madronda puts it across. Madronda had two assists in this game um, uh, after coming on um, for Brad Smith. And Madronda just continues to play really well. Um, and we're definitely getting um, the better end of the trade, um, even though we did love to just say Hanwana Buana. Um, but um, Madronda has been just playing so well since he he uh, came over f- from Nashville. Um, didn't see too much of him last season, but this season really showing that he is an MOS veteran who is here to play. Um, so, but uh, the, the first goal, Ariaga scores. It's Ariaga's second goal of the season, um, and... He made this harder for himself than I think it was. I mean, it Columbus almost stopped this, is the thing. I mean, like, it would have been, like, the Columbus players, there's two defenders in the way um, when Ariaga puts it into basically an open net, but still. Well, if you look at it, it did take, Room did get a finger to it. So it did take a deflection. So it is was not the tap-in that it looks like from the first angle. So if you haven't seen it, there's a good... Yeah. There's well, a good replay for multiple angles that well, I think makes it clear well, that he could easily have missed it entirely. Well, he touches it, but still, 
when he does get it, there are Columbus players who, if they're facing the right way, they they might have been able to do anything. Anyway, from well, from where I was sitting, I was on the far end of the field, so watching this live, I thought it could have been an own goal, as Ariaga was so celebrating by himself, and everyone in the Sounders looked a little confused. Obviously, when I'm at games, uh, it's usually at home, so I expect there to be cheering when the Sounders score it, but um, a very strange goal, and obviously we're happy um, with what happened. Then right after that, right off the kickoff, Sounders win the ball back. 43 seconds after Ariaga scored, Will Bruin would score his first goal of the season. We've been talking about this season, just how well Will Bruin has been playing, and people have been People have been undermining what what he's been doing on the field. I think he's been playing very well. This goal is coming a lot later than it should have, but it was a great finish. Thoughts um, and anything you want to say about Will Bruin? Right. Obviously, you know, he's always been willing to put in the work, do the hold-up play, uh, bump around with the opposing center backs all game. So, you know, this was kind of a new... A new play for him, uh, dropping off, receiving the ball, and, you know, taking his time to place a shot. So it was great to see him adding that. And, you know, yeah, no one no one on the field who deserved a goal more than him, I think. Definitely. Coming in off the, be- coming in off the bench, and uh, can- hopefully his, his trend as the super sub um, who puts in goals will continue. Uh Definitely very happy for him. Um, final thoughts on the game against Columbus. I thought the ref had a very good game. Uh, Columbus might weren't very happy, but any any other thoughts for Joe Dickerson? Yeah, no real complaints there. Um, Nothing seemed, that I felt like he missed. Seemed like he managed the game well. I don't recall any particular no. things. I guess the one play with Ariaga that happened in front of you on that corner of the field. You know, Ariaga clearly was feeling that it was a straight-legged challenge and could have been a red. I don't know if you had any thoughts no, on that. No, I think it was a red. I, it wasn't. I don't think it was anything. I think a red there would have been very harsh. Um, I thought Dickerson did well. I thought he gave Raul Rodriguez a card for diving, but then seeing it on the replay, it was definitely the right call. Um, a little unlucky from Raul Rodriguez because he, he doesn't really know that the player's there going for a header, but... When you're you lift your foot up where where he did, and then someone is puts their head in the way, then you're gonna get a card for it. Um, other thoughts on on the stadium in general. I I was definitely loving um, the 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 songs that the Columbus supporters were singing. A um, lot more modern songs than the than ECS sings. Makes me think ECS. Update your songs. You've been singing the song, the same songs for like 45 years. We don't need to change all of them, but can we get like a couple new ones? Um, it's definitely a little hard. It's definitely a little harder to put sounders in a song. Um, there's not many stuff. There's not many things that rhyme with the sounders, um, as as there are for crew. Um, but I think ECS. Uh, should be able to come up with uh, uh, some other some other ideas for stuff to sing, sing at the match. 
So after this win, Sounders continue to stay at the top of the Western Conference. They have 42 points in 21 games. 12-3-6 is their record. Um, Sporting Kansas City has slowed down with other teams um, dropping um the dropping points against other teams. They had a game in hand on us, but that is now gone. They've played the same number of games that we have, and they are uh, three points behind us. Um, during rivalry week, we love to see it. LAFC lost. Portland lost. Um, the Galaxy lost. Toronto lost. Any, pretty much all the teams that we talk about just absolutely disliking, um, except for Atlanta, um, lost in this in this weekend. Um, do, so think, we, do we dislike Atlanta now, or are we more tolerant to them now that they have Gonzo as the coach? Um, at this point, I, I, I think if we're talking about the teams, if we were to rank the teams of the teams I hate the most, then they're, they are – Definitely behind all those other teams I mentioned, like the LA's in Toronto um, and Portland. Um, but based on how much MLS still loves them, um, they're they're still they're still pretty high on on the rankings. Um, so definitely, uh, Sounders getting a a good win and have to continue to chase down New England who has New England has played one game uh, more than us and they have uh, 49 points to our 42 so got some catching up to do um, but hopefully we can still uh, capture a supporter shield maybe uh, haven't done that since 2014 Sounders so now let's move on to the Sounders next game it is the double header against Portland obviously we just played them what are your thoughts on the Sounders going into this game do you expect any changes um from the game against Columbus yeah I mean obviously we had pretty close to our first class first choice lineup against Columbus I think we're likely to have that same choice, plus perhaps knew who. Uh, I guess there was some question about um, Rui Diaz and his availability given uh, Peru's World Cup needs, but I think he'll he was be, avail- to be available. He'll for be the available game. for the game against Portland. He, the only game he might not be available uh, for would be the game um, after, um, but he should only miss one game. Um, uh, with that, um, we're also expected to hear um, about the U.S. men's national team soon. Um, so we don't we don't know if um, wrote if we'll be without Rodon um, for this qualifying game for the for the three qualifying games. Um, so we could be without the two of them, but obviously we have Ladero coming back. Um, so. For this game against Portland, I expect there to be no changes to the lineup, um, as Ladero will will um, will will 
continue to get a second. He will get a second start of the season. Um, I expect Montero to still get the start, even though Bruins scored. Um, the only change that I could see in this game would be um, New Who starting. Obviously, New Who we had heard was going to be involved in the game against Columbus, but um, with how the game unfolded, it didn't make sense to put him on the field. So I think there's a chance that New Who starts um, the next game, uh, but also maybe not since we're not sure if he goes um, full 90. Um, thoughts about, so obviously we like that the Sounders have gotten a lot of recognition um, for the in the All-Star game. Um, in 2019, um, I don't think the Sounders had a single... It was in 2018 the Sounders didn't have a single call-up, um, I, I believe. Um, so, and that obviously that was great because um, we didn't have to worry about injuries. Thoughts on... Thoughts on what do you expect from the Sounders players at... At the MLS All-Star Game. I believe if you don't go there. Or if you don't play. Then you get suspended. Um, so. This is the weird thing. Like I think New Who is going to be there. Um, but I mean like. I, I haven't read anything. Like if. Like like it seems weird. Like he literally hasn't played. In a game for us. And they're going to say that he can't get suspended. Like, he's going to be suspended if well, he doesn't. Right. I mean, what do you think about it requiring him to play? They're not going to require him to play if he if there's a concern about injury. Yeah. Um, now, on the other hand, if what he needs is 15, 20 minutes on the field to get back into it, I think he could have a lot of fun at the All-Star game. And Yeah. You know, he definitely be, seems like the kind of player who would enjoy it. Right. And, you know, obviously, if you're not sure you can run 100% of speed, you know, being in the All-Star game and running at 80% speed... Is probably fine. Do you think if you're so if you obviously there's a, if you're so Bob Bradley is the coach. They call in twenty six. They call in twenty six people. Um, you think he'll just have the Sounders all do wind sprints for all the forty eight hours he's in charge of them? I don't think he would, but it's funny to think about the chance. Like, what if the Sounders were playing like LAFC or whoever is the coach of the All Star Game? The media after that, like. Like, do you think, do you think people, do you think all the coaches, do you think, do you think um, the coaches talk to each other about, about who's going? Like, I think they do. And I think, you like, know, you think like Spencer would say, like, you think like Spencer's saying, else, like, don't play new who more than like 10 minutes or something. I think the medical staff might tell him that. Sure. I mean, and there are some, some coaches who are nice guys and would do a favor for you if you asked. And some coaches who are less nice and would come up with their own reasons to do what they want to do. Even though I'm guessing that, I'm guessing that Bob Bradley uh, does not like, um, that something that Schmetzer said about him has become um, just um, immensely quotable and will will always be be said again whenever we beat LAFC. I think, I believe he is friends with Schmetzer. Um, so it definitely seems harsh. Yeah, I don't, like... It, 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 it's funny to think about that he puts on New Who and then refuses to take him off um, in, in a game like this. Um, 
do you, with our six players, do you, how many of them do you think will start the game? Or how do you think he lines up? Do you think, I'm expecting, I think, because I would guess that Yamar, Del Paolo, and Roy Diaz are going to start this game. I mean, Yamar has been MOS Defender of the Year. Um, so, and with center back, it's pretty easy. Like, it's a position that it's pretty easy for him to just slide into. So, I think Yamar is definitely going to start. Do you have any any thoughts about how the how the um, lineup will look? Right. This is where I can't remember uh, what the split of, you know, were the Sounders all voted in or... All the Sounders were voted in. Yeah, so I really don't know what they'll do. I could imagine well, putting I mean, all six of them on this field at the same time. I mean, that's the other thing. Christian Rodon has to start because Christian Rodon was named the captain. Uh, but does he have to play the whole game? I don't. He doesn't have to play the entire game, and he won't play the entire game because there are 26 players that all need to get on the field. Um, uh, thoughts on Christian Rodon being named c- captain, which is still so weird. It's just so so weird to think of how 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 fast Christian Rodon's career has gone and how reliable he's turned into, how reliable he is now and how much of an MOS veteran he is. Um, and now he's the captain. Thoughts on, on that? Right. Obviously, you can't say it's not deserved. You know, he's done a, done a great job, um, both for the Sounders and for the national team. And so it's great to see him getting that recognition that he deserves. Yes, very happy for him, um, the Sounders movement to get him to be captain definitely, definitely worked. Um, the Sounders showing off their social media strength among exactly. other things. Um, speaking of speaking of that, for the game against the against Portland for that week and against Dallas, Raul Ra- 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 Diaz won Player of the Week. The game against Dallas, he wasn't even nominated. So that and the and for that that means that um and that wasn't based on fans. He got zero votes for the fans because it wasn't an option. That was all the media. Um that's how he won. So Raul Rodriguez happily will accept that award, but um definitely funny that he was not the ballot um and and wins it even though he only played about thirty minutes, um, or less. Um, obviously, Raro Diaz is going to be in the skills showdown, so we'll see if maybe he plays less in the All-Star game. Do you have a prediction for the All-Star game? Obviously, it's a new format. I, I think not. it is a little no more exciting. I how everyone will come out. You know, I hope they... Do you think it'll be a really high-scoring game? I hope for the fans they focus on attacking, so I'm going to guess, uh, you know, 3-2, um, and we'll go for the U.S. team for no particular reason. Um, you mean the MLS team? The MLS team. It's not very American. Well, I mean, we but the, 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 yeah, the U.S. League, the U.S. Can, North, U.S. Canadian League, as opposed to the Mexican League. It's true. Um, I'm gonna. I think that I think MLS will win too. Um, but I'm gonna say that there's gonna be a lot of goals. So I'm gonna say um, eleven to five, um, and uh, hopefully we just see a lot of bangers. Hopefully. The entire event is, is fun. Um, Tiffany will be tuning into the school showdown. We'll talk about that 
um, later. But for this game against Portland, doubleheader. Hopefully, before the Sounders take the field, the rain will take care of business. Um, rain have been playing pretty average um, this year. Um, but the Sounders uh, are the second game. What is your score prediction and who's scoring for the game against Portland? I think Portland will uh, come out trying to attack, and I think it will not go well for them. So I will go for 3-0 Seattle. That's well, exactly what I was going to ask, too. The rare home win in this series. Who's going to score? Um, let's go for Benize and So Benize off the bench again. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what role they have him in. Benize and Ladero and Rui Diaz, I guess. Okay, so I'm going to say uh, I agree. I think they're going to come out strong, but I think the Sounders will score first. So I'm going to say Roy Diaz is going to score twice, and then and then one player is going to get his first goal ever for the Sounders. The roof is going to lift off um, Lumen Field. Well, it's a good thing that there isn't a roof because it would be blown off. When New Who puts the ball in the back of the net, it's going to go crazy. 3-0. You heard it here first. Watch it happen. Excited for that game. That game is at 10.30 uh, Eastern, 7.30 Pacific. If you're there for both games or you're watching on TV, make sure you keep your scarves up. <laughs> <laughs>